Amen. If you would turn with me this morning to Deuteronomy chapter number 31. The word of the Lord reads on this wise. The Lord thy God, he will go over before thee and he will destroy these nations from before thee. And he shall and ye shall possess them. And Joshua, he shall go over before thee as the Lord hath said. And the Lord shall do unto them as he did to Sion and Og, the kings of the Amorites, and unto the land of them whom he destroyed. And the Lord shall give them up before your face, that ye may do unto them according unto all the commandments which I have commanded you. Verse number six says, be strong and of good courage. Fear not, nor be afraid of them. For the Lord thy God, he it is that doth go with thee. He will not fail thee, nor forsake thee. As we look into the Lord, Father, we thank you right now in the, in the blood of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. We thank you right now, God, that Lord God, Lord God, before the atmosphere, we thank you for your presence, Lord God. Lord God, even as we go before, Lord God, dispatch your angels. Lord God, send forth your word with power and might. Let it fall on fertile ground that it produce fruit. That's pleasing unto you. Father, increase as I decrease, Lord God. Oh God, we bless you this morning. We thank you for waking us up this morning on our right mind. Lord God, keep us near the cross. And Father, for these things, we will give you the praise and the glory that's due unto your holy name. In the blessed name of Jesus, we pray. Amen, amen. And amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Amen. Very briefly, if there was a thought to leave this morning, it would simply be this. God is with you. God is with you. It opens up and it says at the top of Deuteronomy 31, where Moses is giving a series of commandments, if you would, to the children of Israel and to Joshua. Now, by this time, God had already forbidden Moses to go over to the promised land, and Moses wasn't able to cross over into Jordan. Even though this, he had already told them that they were going to go forward and be led by Joshua. That being said, uh, the, the, the individual that was now going to be in a leadership role was Joshua, and, and Moses had already produced or introduced him into the congregation and letting him know that he would be leading them. The Lord would continue to lead them through Joshua, who had already been, if you would, appointed. Now, during times of transition and during times of uh, 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 change, uh, when you think about it, there, there's this immediate feeling of uh, discouragement or worry or uncertainty. Now, in corporate America, we call this transition period, or we call this change and management the change management process. And what is statistically known is that during these changes, performance goes down, production goes down, the morale of the employees, it goes down. The thing that they have become accustomed to is now being taken away from them. And it demonstrates a feeling that they can no longer do what they're being asked to do. Now, brothers and sisters, I would like to tell you that this just ends with corporate America and somebody's professional development. But even in the house of God, when the Lord asks us to do something different than what we're used to doing, 
when he stretches us because he said, I knew you before you were born, before the foundation of the world. When we get asked to do something that's outside of our comfort zone, we have the propensity, if you would, to be like, Lord, are you sure? We have the propensity to say, Lord, don't you mean somebody else? Because, Lord, I'm a great singer, but, Lord, I don't know if I can read or lead a teacher of a Bible study. Lord, I, can, Lord, I don't mind cleaning up the church, but, Lord, you're asking me to pray. Lord, I don't know if that's in me. It's unfamiliar, and because it's unfamiliar, we have this propensity to kind of say, Lord, surely you mean someone else. Surely, God, you, I, I, I misheard or I misunderstood. Let me tell you, the devil ain't going to tell you to do anything that's prosperous to the kingdom of God. Not one thing. So when the Lord starts telling you, I need more time with you, I want you to turn down your plate a little bit more. I want you to get down in your word and I, I want you to call on me in that midnight hour. Understand that it's not the enemy that's telling you to do these type things. It's the Lord letting you know I'm about to take you to a place that you ain't never been in. Since you ain't never been there, I can't have you keep doing what you've been doing. There is a higher height and deeper depth that I want to take you to. It goes on to say here that during this time of uncertainty, amen, that production goes down. But how many of you know that in 2 Timothy 1 and 7 it says, For God has not given us the spirit of fear, but power and of love and a sound mind. The word of the Lord reminds me in Romans 8 and 37. It reminds us that during these times of transition, during these times of change, and even during these times of testing trials, yet in all these things we are more than conquerors. More than conquerors through him that loves us. Understand that I, I got it. It's, it's, it's unfamiliar. It doesn't feel natural. You know, the Lord, how many know the Lord is stretching and pulling you? Getting more out of you. Now, the only person that's surprised by what God is asking you to do is you. Because God already said, I know you. I know the hairs on your head. I know what I'm destined you for. The only person surprised is us. Now, the most amazing thing is when I start feeling God pull on me, my questions to him become very, very detailed, very specific. I'm no longer saying, now I lay me down to sleep. Now I pray my, Lord, what would you have me to do? Lord, I don't understand how this is going to come together, but let me see it the way that you see it, God. I got to get very specific because if I don't, then the fear that I just told you about will try to take over. It ain't a matter of, Lord, are you sure it's me? Lord, tell me what to do. Tell me what to say. Where do you want me to go? How do you want me to act? Where do you want me to lead, God? What is it, God, that you want me to do? And when you ask those type of questions, brothers and sisters, it goes back to God is with you because I can't do it. I'm an empty shell. I'm, I'm vacant. I don't have the skill or the set in order to do what God is asking me to do. But if I bring you to it, I'm going to take you through it. If I tell you to do it, I'm going to give you the skill and the anointing. Some people say, well, you know what? Let's prove God right now. Anybody ever got a job? I don't know where this is coming. Anybody ever got a job that you wasn't qualified for? They said, guess what? We're going to hire you. You in the back like me? 
it wasn't because you were capable and competent, but God's anointing was on your life. It wasn't because you had the skill set, but his favor was on your life. And I'm wise enough to turn around and say, if it had not been for the Lord who was on my side, I wouldn't have made it. I couldn't do it. God is with you. You're more than conquerors. Psalms 55 and 22 reads on this wise, cast thy burdens upon the Lord and he shall sustain thee. He shall never suffer thy righteous to be moved. No matter what the test, no matter what the trial, no matter what the change of elevation when it comes to him, no matter what the change of elevation when it comes to him, understand that you are not alone. God is with you. You are not alone. He is with you. Our text opened up and it said, The Lord thy God go over it the Lord thy God, he go over before thee. He will destroy these nations before thee, and shall, and ye shall possess them. And Joshua, he shall go over before thee, as the Lord has said. Moses finished his counseling or his exhortation to the Israelites and stating this. He goes on and says, here he calls to them together and he encourages them specifically about the war of Canaan which they are about to enter into. He goes on to say to them that you are not alone. But then the people could only see the discouragement. What do you mean Moses? That you're not coming. What do you mean God that I can't stay in the place that I'm comfortable at? And that you're calling me to go someplace that I've never gone before to do some things that I've never done before. What do you mean, God, that guess what? He's, Moses is saying you're not going without a leader and more importantly, you ain't going without God. So understand that when you get asked to do something that seems uncomfortable, indifferent, and not natural, it's not because God is depending on your natural ability, but it's the Holy Ghost that's down on the inside of you that will allow you to do what God is calling you to do. He just wants to know, are you willing to go? I often say God gives me natural things to prove the spiritual things. When my last year in the military, I was supposed to go to a career. I did it. Brothers and sisters, I did everything in my power. Everything in my power not to go. I was like, Lord, I don't want to go. I, Jaya was just born. I'm like, Lord, I'm, I'm quite comfortable where I am. I, I'll continue to serve victory in Jesus. That's the name of the church we were at in Texas. I was like, I don't want to go. I went to the majors. I went to the colonels. I was like, surely there is something you can do. Every door just kept getting shut. Every door just kept getting shut. And I got to a point where I was like, Lord, whatever you want me to do. Whatever. You want me to do whatever you want me to go, whatever you want me to say. Now, I ain't going to tell you I started off like that. Because let me be truly honest. As I said, I wouldn't ask every natural man that I thought could change my situation. I didn't even ask the Lord, if it's not your will for me to go, Lord, shut this door. I overlooked God in every way, shape, form, or fashion. And eventually I came to the understanding that this is what he wants from me. And when I accepted it, they came and packed up everything. They took everything. I was down to my last 48 hours. And through 
the, the, through, through, through some understanding with the doctors and, 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 and working the situation out, the doctor made a comment about Jael. And I'm sitting there thinking, Lord, when I accepted your will and told you that I would do whatever you want me to do, then you decided, Lord, I know now because he knows who to go to and ask the right questions. So what I'm telling you is that don't look at God and the, and the things that you're asked to do as an obstacle, but look at it as an opportunity for God to show himself strong on your behalf. Understand that he said, I will never leave you, never forsake you. Lo, I will be with you always. I will be with you always. I didn't understand it, but I accepted it. And then I told God, I'm, I'm good with whatever you want from me, God. And God said, okay, that's the answer. I probably should have got, you spent some time in the wilderness, but let me do something that man could not do. And the funny thing is, once again, I told you I asked man, but God is not bound to the structures, the bylaws, the policies, whatever God wants to do, he will do. And there was no confusion about who delivered me from that situation. Ain't no confusion. God let it know. I, drew, I dried up every resource that you had. You couldn't call on nobody. Nobody could change it. But when you called on me, when you asked me, or better yet, when you submitted to my will, I showed myself strong on your behalf. Deuteronomy 9 and 3 states, Understand therefore this day that the Lord thy God is he which go over before thee as a consuming fire. He will go before you as a consuming fire. He shall destroy them and he shall bring them down before thy face. Moses encouraged his people like no other general could. I understand that we in times of war and I know that there were leadership in specific places to encourage the troops to do what seems unsurmountable, unattainable, unrealistic. But nobody could be like Moses. Let me tell you what I mean when I say that in Deuteronomy 31 and 3. He said, the Lord thy God has led thee and kept thee when they came through Egypt. And over there he, will be, he was with thee and he will follow you into the land flowing with milk and honey. He goes ahead and he goes on and reminds him again in verses 31 and 6. He said, the Lord thy God, the great Jehovah, the great Jehovah, who is thine covenant? It is he. It is he and no less. It is he and no more that doth go with you. Nobody else is going to do it like Jesus. Nobody else is going to do it like the Lord. I don't care what the circumstance looks like when you begun to call on the name of Jesus hellhounds got to back up and when the situation got to change he said at the mention of my name every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that I am Lord it ain't gonna be nobody else not only by his promise was he assuring them that he would go before but the ark was with the children of Israelite as a token of his presence but the Holy Ghost down on the inside of us that is God's presence dwelling on the inside because David will get scared I will get nervous I will trip my words up 
I will start overanalyzing and over processing but God said I ain't giving you a spirit of fear I've given you peace that surpasses all understanding I've given you joy unspeakable joy and full of glory you need to get it down on the inside of you when you stop depending on you you allow me to be great in your life if you stop depending on you seek ye first What is it, God, that you want me to do? You're not in this thing by yourself. You're not in it by yourself. We almost done. The Lord will let us know that guess what? Doing this walk, this Christian walk, we're going to lose some things, brothers and sisters. We're going to lose some people that we love. We're going to lose that job that pays every bill, so, they, so we think. Covers the light bill, puts food on the table. We're going to get put in situations where we're not sure what the outcome's going to be. That's going to put about fear, frustration, and doubt. But it is during these times that you have to be reminded that the enemy ain't never going to stop doing what he's doing. During that time, he's going to get up in your ear. That person that ain't called you in a long time going to pick the phone up and call you and be like, I'm here to help. In, this, in that subtle voice but you better see it for what it is you better understand that guess what the enemy thinks that we got our back up against the wall and we desperate and we gonna just take any kind of help but I'm going to tell you right now, remind yourself that God is with me. God is with me. David said, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil. Because thou art with me. Thy staff and thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table. And it took me to understand this. You're going to have your enemies. They're going to be on their job. They're going, to do the pro they're going to do the service of their father. But you need to understand, hold, hold fast. Don't give up. Don't throw in the town. Don't throw in the town. Don't stay home. Don't be quiet. Philippians 4, 6, and 7 says, Be careful for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be known unto God. And the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and your minds through Christ Jesus. When times get tough, get down on your knees. Would you say, no, ain't I supposed to figure it out on my own? Ain't I supposed to pick up everything that I can, call everybody that I can? Get down on your knees and say, Lord, I'm not spending enough time with you. Lord, I'm not doing what you want me to do. Lord God, my words ain't really been what I, you know, somebody cut me off today and I, I felt something raising up on the inside. I feel frustration on every end, but I tell you right now, get down on your knees and say, Lord, let me hear from you. Speak to my heart, God. Give me a word. Lord, tell me, God, where I should go, how I should act. And if we're asking, he will answer. It's only us that thinks he won't. And it's only us when the enemy tries to block what God is doing. Don't you know that I mean, you're right on the precipice of your blessing? If you're going through the darkest time, night is almost done. You need to understand that your blessing is right around the corner. Now is not the time to throw in the towel and give up. You ever watch a fighter get beat up real bad and when the bell rings, he just sits on the bench? I don't care what I got to go through and how many battles I got to fight. As long as the Lord is on my side, I'm going to get up and go. Don't just sit there. 
God is going in that ring with you the same way he went in with the Hebrew boys. Nebuchadnezzar said, wasn't there three? Don't you know that the battle that you're fighting right now is not your battle? God got you doing it for a specific purpose and he's just using you as a vessel to draw people unto him. Don't just sit there. Don't just sit there. Make that declaration today. Make the declaration to God in Hebrews 13 and 6 where it says, So that we may boldly say that the Lord is my helper. And I will not fear what man shall do unto me. I will not fear. If fear wasn't a word and you didn't know what it meant, and you got asked to do something that you've never been asked to do before, you would just do it. If doubt wasn't a word and you didn't know what it meant and you were asked to do something that you've never done before, you would just do it. You do know who won, right? You know who won. You look in the book of Revelations, you will overcome. You are already a winner. You already won. So despite what you're being asked to do and what the situation looks like differently, you've already won. You are already a winner. You are already overcoming. There's already a crown laid up. And I know that when I'm not going by myself, the natural David, before I came to know him as my, my savior, my soon coming king, my redeemer, I used to get out there and there would be a fear. But I tell you, you know what? Guess what? Let's get it. Come on, because I ain't fighting this battle by myself. I'm not in this alone. You're not in this alone. The enemy can't understand it. But I'm going to tell you right now, when you show up, you show up with legions of angels. You show up with the power of the Holy Ghost operating down on the inside of you. Ye are of God, little children, and have overcome them because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. In verse 4 it says, and the Lord shall do unto them as he did to Sion and Og, the kings of the Amorites. It says, and unto the land of them of whom he destroyed. It says, and the Lord shall give them up before thy face, that ye may do unto them according to all the commandments which I have commanded. Let your previous experiences with God be your motivating factor of what he will do in the next test or trial. Let him, when you didn't think you were going to come out of it, let that situation remind him, remind you of what God did for you. When you didn't think you was going to make it, when that loved one walked out on you, when that child began to act up, when you lost that job and you began to call in the name of the Lord and God began to answer and move in the situation, let those situations remind you of what God can do and how he will show up strong on your behalf. You need to understand that, guess what? Every test and every trial is an opportunity for God to show himself strong. No test, no trial, no victory. No victory, no victory. No, if there's no, if there's no situation in your life, if there's no light or no darkness, if there's, how would you know the difference? If, we all, if all we had was joy and peace, how would we ever know that God can give us strength and keep us when we're going through those tough times? We wouldn't know. We wouldn't know. Let every experience, every test and every trial remind you of what God has done. They only come but to make us stronger. 
Peter admonishes us to trust in the Lord explicitly. He says, casting your cares upon him, for he careth for you. Be sober and be vigilant, because the adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about seeking whom he may retire, uh, whom he may amen, devour. He says, whom resisteth steadfast in the faith. Amen. Knowing that the same afflictions are accomplished in your brethren that are in the world. But the God of all grace, the God of all grace, who have called us unto this eternal glory by Christ Jesus, after that, have suffered, after ye have suffered a while, make it ye perfect, establish, strengthen, and he settles you. Your tests and trials are going to come. You're going to have to fight. But you were not in this fight alone. Some of us have been told about some sicknesses. The doctors had already said that guess what? You're not going to come out of it, but you're not. You're not in that fight alone. Some of us have lost some loved ones, and we don't love these people, and we miss them every single day. But I'm going to tell you right now, that feeling of depression, that feeling of guilt, that feeling of men lost, amen, you are not dealing with this alone. You are not you are not alone. Amen. Sometimes you think you're the only one on your job that's saved. You think you're the only one on your job that's doing the right thing and everybody that's around you is trying to pull you into the world. But I'm going to let you know that guess what? He said forsake not the similar together the saints. You are not you are not alone you need to understand that when God told you I'd never leave you never forsake me I don't care what the loss may have been or what the world tries to tell you you no longer have you need to understand that you you are not alone yeah your husband may have walked out you may no longer have a wife but you need to understand that God said I'd never leave you never forsake you he said I stick it closer than any brother you better understand right now that you are not alone remind yourself that guess what yeah though I walked the valley of the shadow of death I will never be alone because I know that God is with me even when it seems like I'm surrounded Tamala man said it may look like I'm surrounded and she starts naming off some difficult things but you remind yourself that I'm reminded that I'm surrounded by you God Lord by your peace God by your mercy God by your joy God by your love God I'm surrounded by you I'm never alone. You are never alone. Said I'd never leave you. It may feel like it. Somebody may tell you why you keep doing this. Don't give up. You are not alone. God is with you. Be strong in of good courage fear not nor be afraid of them for the Lord thy God that's right the same God that stepped in the fiery furnace with the Hebrew boys that same God that God in the lions did with Daniel that same God that fought Goliath with David is the same God that's fighting on your behalf you are never alone That same God that called light out of darkness. That same God that separated the land from the water. That same God that hung, bled, and died, but got up with all power. 
is the same God that's fighting your battle right now. You are never alone. It may look like I'm surrounded. It may feel like that, that sickness or that depression or that disease or that loss is surrounding you. It may look like you're surrounded. But you are surrounded by God. You are surrounded by his love. You are surrounded by his mercy. You are surrounded by his peace. You are surrounded by his joy. It may look like you are about to go down. But you're not in this thing alone. You're not in this thing alone. You are not in this thing alone. Amen. Hebrews 13 and 8 says, Christ Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. That same God that called, that spoke things into existence. He didn't have to pick anything up. He just spoke it. It's the same God that when you get his attention, when you start calling on that matchless name of Jesus, Lord, I don't know what to do, Jesus. Lord, I don't know where to go, Jesus. I don't know how to act, Jesus. Help me, Lord. It's the same God that's going to show up. And I know that there are times that he'll dispatch Michael and Gabriel. I know there are times that he'll send an angel, send a word. But I know that he'll show up too. Because he said, did we not throw three in the fiery furnace? Let me tell you, when you start calling on God. Let me tell you that when you start lifting his matchless name up and telling him, Lord, I don't know what to do. I don't know where to go and I don't know what to say. But Lord, I know if you start giving me the direction, if you start telling me what to do, Lord, I'll follow it. And he will show up on your behalf. He is the same God that spoke the world in existence. He is the same one that called light out of darkness. He is the same one that breathed the breath of life into man. He is the same one that allowed the Israelites to walk over on the Red Sea or to walk over on dry land. He is the same God that wrapped himself in flesh and came down and dwelt among men. He is the same God that performed many miracles. He is the same God that gave sight to the blind. He healed the lepers. Amen. He gave those who were deaf dumb he gave hearing to he is the same God that on Calvary hung bled and died just for you just for me why wouldn't he show up now I know it's something going on in the world I know it's difficult right now to turn on the news and see war after war and murder after murder but God is the same God and what he wants to remind us of today is, I told you I would be with you. Are you calling on me? I know the world, I know some people who ain't going to be calling on God. But those that know the matchless name, are you calling on the name of God? Are you calling? Joshua said, I have commanded thee. Be strong and of good courage. Be not afraid, neither be thou dismayed. Jesus, for the Lord thy God is with thee whithersoever thou goest. And we know that all things work together for the good. Not some things. What you going through right now, God is stronger than that. 
what you're facing right now, God is stronger. God is stronger than that. All things, that loss, that setback, it's a setup for God to show himself strong on your behalf. You need to understand that right now that guess what, guess, guess what? You seem like you're, even Job said, Lord, I, I look to my left and I look to the right and I perceive thee not. But don't you know that he said, I'm still here. And I tell you, sometimes that test or that trial, go back to what I said about uncertainty and uncomfortable situations. It starts putting doubt in our minds and we don't even begin to call on God because we are so consumed by what we're dealing with. But I dare you to get in your spirit right now that God said, guess what? Everything that you're going through right now is working together for your good. For the good of them that love the Lord. For them that love God. To them that are called according to his purpose. I don't know what you need God to do today. But he's here right now. I don't know what you're asking God to work out in your life, in your job, in your home, in your marriage, with your children. But he's here. He's here right now. He's sitting there saying, will you come? Will you call on me? Or is your situation so great that you forget that I'm a God of impossibility? Is your situation so great and it's distracting you so that you forget that I, there is nothing that I can do? I can't do anything. I, there, there's nothing that I can't do. Man will fail you. Finances will fail you. A loved one may go on to be with the Lord. But I'm the same today, yesterday, and forever. I change not. If you need God to do something in your life, I dare you to get it in your mind. Today is the day for the change. Today is the day that I'm no longer going to do this by myself. Today is the day that, guess what, Lord? I'm going to go with you all the way. All the way. I tell you, it's interesting. One of my favorite movies is the first Rocky. And I use this analogy to remind us that when the Bible says that the righteous are going to scarcely make it, See, sometimes we think we get over here and our whole life is going to change. Like, we're not going to go through hardship. But it's a suffering way. We're going to have to go through some things over here. It's going to cost us some friendships. It's going to cost us some loved ones. It's going to cost us our will. But in the movie, when Rocky was first training to fight against Apollo Creed, he barely made it to the stop top of the art museum steps and when he got up there wasn't nobody up there with him he was all by himself bent over breathing heavy and as he continued to train you saw the scenes in the movie change that as he got stronger there were people running down the street with him he got to the top of the steps and everybody thought that that was the victory but I'm gonna tell you the victory was the first one for me because when it said that the righteous gonna scarcely make it, I may not come across the line, running and jumping over walls and, and fighting every person that gets in front of me. I may just be dragging myself. I may just be pulling myself over that line. But I'm not going to care because as soon as I get over there, I'm going to be like, I made it. I made it. I made it. Despite what I had to go through, I didn't give up. Lord, I trusted you. I made it. Some of us going to get over that line that way. But after you get through this, you ain't going to care. You going to be like, I made it. 
made it but let me remind you you ain't gonna make it by yourself God was is will always be with you always if there is one if there is one that doesn't know the Lord as your Savior, your, your Redeemer, your soon coming King, today is your day. You don't have to go through this alone. You don't have to be by yourself. You don't have to, amen, stay in the condition that you're in. But God is here. Choose ye this day whom you will serve. He is here don't know him amen as your savior amen we have the opportunity to come amen amen we will speak with you we will amen share scripture with you so that you know it's not us but it's the word of the lord we will baptize you in the name of jesus christ for the remission of sin and god himself will fill you with the precious gift of the holy ghost will you come you're not alone you're not alone he is here make up in your mind today that for God I live and for God I'll die see you're not surrounded by death you're not surrounded by the enemy telling you that you're no good you're not surrounded by things that'll tell you that you're not gonna make it. But I'm surrounded by you, God. Your grace and your mercy. Amen. It will follow you all the days of your life. Will you come?
Father, we thank you for your visitation. Father, we thank you, amen, for your visitation. We thank you, God, for your mighty hand showing up strong on our behalf, God. Oh, Father, we worship you and we magnify you today. Oh, God, we love you and we give you the glory that's due unto your name, God. Move and show yourself strong on our behalf, God. Change the atmosphere in our jobs and our homes, God. Change the atmosphere in our relationships, God. Lord God, we know that, Lord, when we look out of being seen by others, we don't want to be seen. We want to see you. When you look at me, I want you to see God. I want you to see his attributes. I want you to see his love, God. Lord God, I want them to see you, God, when they look at us, God. Hallelujah, God. Show yourself strong on our behalf, Lord. Lord, surround us, Lord. Surround us, God, with your presence. Surround us, God, with your glory. Surround us with your love, God. Keep us, God, near the cross, Lord. Keep us, God, near the cross, God. Keep us, God. Never before, the Lord. And we will give you the praise. We will give you the glory. And we will give you the honor. That's do it in your holy name. Put your hands together and give God some praise. Give him some praise, y'all. God is, God is a great God. And beside him there is no other. There is no other. You don't have to look for another. There's no one like him. Hallelujah. Amen.